Josh Crosby, our reporter, is in Colm Horkin's hometown of Charleston in County Mayo. Uh, Josh, maybe bring us back, first of all, to that fatal night that Colm Horkin was shot. Yes, so Frank really brought us inside the courtroom there with the details of the trial. But on the night of the 17th of June 2020, shortly before midnight, Detective Horkin pulled up alongside Stephen Silver in the town of Castlery in County Roscommon in his unmarked car. He spoke to him through the window before getting out of the car. And it was then that a struggle began between the detective and Silver, who was from Foxford in County Mayo. It was then Stephen Silver disarmed Colm Horkin and used his standard issue firearm to shoot him 11 times. And I know we work in the world of media, Kieran, but many, many people in Ireland remember when a member of Angarda Siakana is shot in the, the course of their duties. It sends a, a sense of shock and sadness throughout the country. Stephen Silver pleaded not guilty to the murder of Detective Horkin, but had pleaded guilty to manslaughter. The jury was told during the trial that the, the main issue, one of the main issues was Mr Silver's state of mind at the time of the shooting. However, Miss Justice Tara Burns reminded people today suffering from mental health problems to recognise the importance of continuing their treatment as the evidence was put forward that Silver had stopped taking medication prescribed for his bipolar affective disorder. So Detective Horkin's family, friends and colleagues were given justice today as Stephen Silver was handed down a minimum 40-year sentence. Here's a clip of his father, Marty, outside the court. Oh, I feel on top of the world today, at least justice has been done to Colin because he was a perfect gentleman. He was my son, I was proud of and I am proud of And I am so thankful to our legal team, to the Gardaí, the investigating team that got justice for Colm. I thought it was very nice of the tribute that Tara Burns, the judge, paid to the Gardaí in particular there today. It was wonderful to hear them because we don't have appreciate what the Gardaí do for us. Uh, I'd like to thank all of our people in our town and round of my parish and everywhere, all over Mayo, all over Ireland. We had letters of sympathy, cards, messages from everywhere. And I would like to say thank you to everybody for the wonderful support that they have given us. Okay, that was uh, Garda Hawkins' dad, Marty, giving his reaction to the sentencing uh, of Stephen Silver outside court today. But but back to Mayo, uh, Josh, where you are uh, and where Cullum is from. I know you've been meeting with people who knew him. I have, Kieran. So Cullum Horkin was stationed in the nearby town of Batadreen before going back to Castlereagh as a detective. So for both locations, he was never too far from home, family, friends, and of course, his beloved Charlestown Sarsfield GA Club. Just to give you a sense of how well known he would have been in the town, right now I'm sitting outside the pub where Colin would have grown up. His family once owned this pub, which is now the Jew Drop-In, but he grew up in this building. So he was very much entrenched in the community and whatever was going on around here. I've been out around the town this afternoon and even though this happened in 2020, it's still very fresh in the locals' minds. Here are some of the people I met remembering the life of Colin today. First up is publican John Feenan. Well, I remember him growing up. I remember the Hawkins in this house since I was a child. Like. And uh, how do you feel now about this 40 well, years? I feel justice has been served. Justice has been served. I didn't sort of, you don't comment on them sort of things. You know, you don't like to say anything or be judgmental or anything. But he was a lovely fellow. Like, he was sad, he's sadly missing this community. Like, and I have land in Castle Ring myself. I like, go up there over again. And I, go up. I always stand there for a few minutes at the, at the monument and 
say a small prayer over him because he was a lovely fellow like. I must say it's been a long dragged out trial um, and so so hard in the family and friends and the whole community so I think it's the, the only outcome. His family were saying earlier on the radio that there's no winners in a situation like this. Absolutely not. But at least it, it, it gives some sense of justice anyway. It does indeed yes and he will always be remembered fondly by everybody. Colin was a great GM and of course and played for every possible team from underage all the way to senior did a bit of coaching and everything so yeah. we would have been on a trip to America with Colin we went out for a meal with himself those are the kind of memories yeah but a very close community so Absolutely. a day like today it's, it's fresh in the mind yes. again yes and also I just I suppose remember back in the day like you know it is true that um, you know he was liked by young and old and good good man you grew up right next door to the Hawkins I did indeed yes and I he would have been a similar age to one of my own sons. He played football with them, of course, as well, and they would have been in and out and played around the streets and kicked ball in the back way. And yes, Callum was a lovely, lovely boy. Lovely boy and a lovely, he became a lovely older man because he was so gentle and he was so friendly. Throughout this trial, you would have been, I suppose, remembering the young Callum and, and the days of gone course. by. Of course I did indeed and my family would have been, as I said, very close and they were very good friends. And they would have been very involved. They went to the trial on different days and they were very, very sad. I mean, Colm's death was a huge blow to everybody. We lost a friend, we lost a neighbour, we lost a good, a good man. So, so today now, do you feel like there's a closure on one chapter or does it bring justice to the family or the community? Well, I hope it does for his family. They have suffered so much in the last three years, I mean, because it was so unjust what happened to poor Colm. Hopefully this brings them closure. Uh, Josh, there was mentioned there a couple of times of, of the GAA and, and uh, Charles and Sarsfields. And you've been speaking to people in the club as well, is that right? I did. So Colm played up in the forwards for Charlestown Sarsfield and I was told by his old teammate, John Casey, who we'll hear from now, that he was known as the Bear. So, so that gives you an idea of his abilities. His family were deeply rooted in the club here. We don't have to explain to listeners the roles the GEA clubs play at home and abroad, providing community support. But when a member of a club is involved in, in such a tragedy, it runs even deeper. Since Detective Horkin was killed, the club has had a number of remembrance ceremonies and is now in the middle of developing a Colm Horkin memorial pitch and a walkway. So I went up there this afternoon. I met with former Mayo footballer John Casey, who has great memories of Colm out on the pitch. He was certainly one of our, our better players. Who would have been a player I'd have looked up to myself. He was a couple of years ahead of me, and when the going got tough on the pitch, Colm was certainly the one that you'd you'd look for. You can see as you look around, his memory very much lives on here. Very much lives on after that tragic. Uh, incident uh, back in 2020 uh, the club decided uh, Colm's cousin Liam Brehney the club chairman came up with the initiative of of setting up and starting a, a memorial pitch in his honour as you can see here right beside us the work is, is ongoing um, it's coming to fruition as we speak it's very impressive and I suppose it's a very significant and poignant uh, way to remember Colm he was one of our greatest there's a lovely mural on the way into the park here that he'll be remembered Colm's memory is going to live on forever he was an Absolutely brilliant friend and teammate to everybody. The loss of any teammate in any team, it brings great sadness and absence. But throughout the grieving then, Colm's memory can even work as a motivator. Like it can ignite the team as well, I'm sure. 
can. It, 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 I suppose it galvanised us as a community. We were heartbroken. We still are, and we will be for a long, long time. It, it, it's extremely difficult to, to come to terms with what happened on that fateful night. And you know, we're very close. Um, my own family are, are very close with the Hawkins. We have a, we were struggling to to come to terms with still. And I can I can see Colm's grave, and and of course his sister Colette's and, and his mum Dolores. I can see their grave from my own bedroom window, and it, it just it brings back a, a painful memory. Like sometimes I even struggle to imagine that it happened so to speak this sentencing now today will it bring a sense of justice or some closure yeah well after the jury came to its verdict uh, a couple of weeks ago I, I went up to the Horkin family and I just to, to I suppose convey my thoughts on it and it was far, it's far from a celebration but it's it's it is justice is served and I can I'm glad to know that that we can have faith in, in the judicial system now John Casey there, former teammate of Garda, Cullum Harkin. What about those, Josh, who knew him in a working capacity? Yes, yeah, so before Detective Harkin was transferred back to Castlereagh to work as a detective, he was stationed in Balladurine for a number of years. It's only a 50-minute drive from his hometown. And I went over there earlier and I met with Michal Frayne, who's the station officer of Balladurine Fire Brigade. Now, Michal knew Cullum through the, the local rivalry in football, but... Would have worked with him on many incidents throughout the years and like everyone is saying who i met today this isn't a celebration there are no winners in a death like this and michal would echo this but he, he said that today does mark the end of this part of the journey for his family uh, Colin was transferred to Balahadreen in the Gardaí. In me and my own role in, in the fire service, we would have had a lot of interaction with, with Colin. And I have to say I always found him diligent, you know, compassionate and above all professional in any way he dealt with anybody. And you're both working in emergency frontline services. You, you can fully understand his professionalism, his compassion. Absolutely, he was to the to the to the hilt. He was he was everything about him, uh, the way he carried himself, the the way he dealt with people, the compassion, the diligence to detail. Um, he was, you know, I mean, I, I know it's it, it's a tragic day and all that goes with it, but you know, on my memories of Colm, you know, he was he was he was a guard, a gentleman, a person, a family person, a person that was of, of great influence to a lot of people. You were in similar lines of work where I suppose when you go out to an incident, you don't know what you're going to encounter in the course of your. Absolutely, and we all rely on each other, and you know that's the nature of the business and emergency services. Whether it's the paramedics, ambulance crews, you know, the Gardaí, or ourselves in the fire service, you're dealing with it. But I have to say that 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 uh, Colm Harkin was was a guy that you could rely on. So this sentencing now today, what do you think this means for the emergency frontline services? Does it give a sense of closure, or this chapter is over now for the community? Or? Absolutely, I hope it can bring closure. First of all, first and foremost, for, for Colm's family. They've been through an awful lot in the last couple of years. It's been a tough time, but hopefully justice has been seen to be done, has been done, and hopefully uh, everybody can move on. His family, his family in the Garda Siakana, in his communities of Charlestown, Balhadrine, Castlery. You know, it's a sentence in today, but l- let's hope it brings some sort of finality to their family. And that was the station officer in Balahadrine uh, Fire Brigade, uh, Michal Frayne, ending that report from Josh Crosby. Josh, thank you very much uh, for that. Lots still to come.